0: Welcome to Real Estate 2020, a podcast series hosted by the minds behind the Seabock team, Realty One Group's number one realty group, where Principal Jeff Seabock and partner Phil Sexton divulge the backstory where you find out what it's like to be in meetings with one of the top teams in the country, selling over $150 million over the past 12 months.
1: In the first quarter of this year, I started out committed to call every single one of my customers. Uh, at the time, I guess the actual customer list was in the 600 range, right? Because I've sold a little over a 1,000 houses, but it's only 600 people that, you know, because multiple of them transact and all that stuff. But I got through about, let's call it 450, 500 of them. But what happens is when you call your past clients and your friends, business happens. It's really weird, right? Like Note to self, if I don't have a lot of business, call everybody you know, tell them you're you you know you're on the CBOC team, tell them that we're having the best year ever, that we might be the number one team in the valley, and oh, by the way, happy holidays, you don't even have to say real estate, um, and business is going to happen. So, um, then the next time I did a sly broadcast, because I don't like the idea of just, you know, leaving a voicemail, because uh, what it was, this agent that. List I don't know, 30 or 40 million dollars worth of houses a year, or does that much business, and he does his update calls using Isle and one time I went out to a client and he, she said, I would wait there by the phone, I knew it was coming about 9.30 every Friday, that son of a bitch never called me, meaning that they get it, right, like, I only wanted to do it as a one-off, right, like, if you, if you used it repetitively, the people are going to understand, because it does not ring the phone, it just leaves them a voicemail
2: experience of service I believe is what this EOS stands for and that's basically one of the letters that says hey we're having a great year or we just got an award or some experience of our business that he sends out uh, I like this one I don't know does anybody do the settlement statements to their clients you do do you do it to people that buy your listings as well no because that was a oh, yeah. that was a, a tweak that he included because we call it adopting orphans where you add the person, the buyer of your listing, you add that person to your database as well, even though they're not technically your client. You guys familiar with that concept? Then this is one of the touches, is that you can send them the settlement statement as well. So I thought that was a good thing. Anyway, this list, I've got it. It's all 56. Is anyone out
1: there currently touching their client and friends 56 times a year?
2: I think it'd be great if we could work together and possibly bring some of our own people Like we pay an X amount of dollars per plate or whatever to also like include those people. And so we do a group client, like uh, all the team members, we do it as, yes, all together. I like that as well. And I think that um, obviously his, his, this is his business, right? This is how he built his business and it's just another, another opportunity. The reason why we want to bring it to you is, is we go and we meet these
1: individual practitioners that have small teams of two three and four that are dominating the business he's doing very well he's going to do you know 20 or 30 million but i mean that's speaking to your own database and how what someone that's killing it because there's two ways that you can grow your business in real estate you have two choices what i call hard work does anyone not think that looks like a lot of hard work Right. That, to me, that's hard work, right? Like, right? So under the hard work method, that is you outbound calling your sphere. That is you mailing your sphere. That is you social media them, doing events. That includes in the hard work method is uh, knocking on doors. We talked, Terry gave the story of knocking on doors. Uh, circle calling or calling canceled inspired, expires. That is 99% of the industry in it, when it comes from coaching. Right, if you go to these, uh, by referral only, if you go to these other, um, you go to all these other coaching clients, at the end of the day, they have a lot of frills about it, but it's this activity, okay? That is the, if you want to succeed, that is what uh, Gary Keller has taught for years. But most of us that are in this room are here because we don't want to do that, okay? But then the other choice of marketing in general or uh, being, uh, let's see, growing your business to a elevated level, let's call it 20 million or 30 million or wherever you wanna go, 50 million, 100 million, is inbound marketing. Now, the challenge with inbound marketing as a source for you to grow your business is that inbound marketing costs money in one way or another. Now, these other methods the, the upper half, right, cold calling, there's still money, but it's, but not, I mean, it's it's by a five to six-fold, Chris, right? So, uh, just sold postcards, right, because like, you have to do something to create inbound marketing at some level, and that's spending money. But I've seen in the room that most people don't want to spend a lot of money, but you can do um, mailers, right, the buyer letter, for instance. One of the most successful things that I'm seeing, I mean, Morgan and I, went to a house on Sunday for a listing that I did a buyer letter on a year and a half ago. And then he's like, great, we're going to list with you. Like, I don't, we talk about it because today's theme is that we introduce a lot of concepts, but we need you to do them. We need you to take action with the things that we're introducing for them to be effective. So I put, I put together uh, the official scorecard for CBAC lead conversion just to convince us each where we're at in our success ratio. Uh, we'll get there yet. All right, let's go back to that. All right. So you can do a farm. That's a way of inbound marketing is you farm, meaning you spend money. You can do gifts. Um, when I first started, I did light bulbs. Right. That was the first farming method that I used. in my neighbors. Whenever they had a light bulb out, you know, every house has a three lights in the front. When one was out, I would deliver them a packet of light bulbs. I thought it was creative. Uh, it worked. worked. Yeah. I got three listing leads and I got crushed. Right. And I was like, I can't win. Like this sucks. I mean, listing appointments are great, but if you go to them and you do and you do a lot of marketing and you don't win, then you, you got to get better because yeah, so uh, I went to another method because so then I went to listing for free and then I won. <laughs> True story. Um, okay, so r- reality, uh, Okay, so inbound marketing, realty websites like Zillow, realtor.com or Z57 or Boomtown, um, pay-per-click. Inbound marketing is open houses, right? Because you go there and you, you do marketing, you put it in MLS out there, they walk in. Um, lead purchase, what we talked before, but buying leads through um, also SEO, you know, investing money in your website to create a presence so that people visit you. And then lastly, you know, um, lead conversion. But, all right, so when I lived in Great, I moved to Greyhawk in the fall of 2003. And every holiday, I would get a tchotchke, uh, like a, 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 yeah, flags on 4th of July. Flags on Memorial Day, they would do these, what I call tchotchkes. On, they, it's funny because, and it was illegal to solicit, although they could drop off tchotchkes on their doorstep, which I was like, but it's a, you put something on somebody's doorstep, they go out and grab it, it's got your phone number, they go to your website. Same thing with you, we send tchotchkes, we said, uh, balloons, bags, right? That we, we as realtors send to our clients.
2: Yeah, It's just a reminder, right? It's credit for a touch. We're always told that we need to provide value. And tchotchkes are a way to provide something that's tangible, that has some value.
1: Versus a calendar or postcard that is less thoughtful. Right? Like, it's just, it works uh, when you do it in mass. Um, but at the end of the day, it's everything is about lead conversion, right? So the, the stat is that no matter who answers the phone, then internet lead or this method is that inbound marketing, they'll convert at 1% is the, the general consensus is 1% of the leads will convert. So let's look at our lead conversion. This is why we created lead groups, right? Because this is me and Justin and Phil, right? All right? So this is what we do, right? But the point is, is this is how many leads we have in our, in our boomtown excluding the ones we took out, right? Excluding meaning that we have uh, the, what do we call them? Trash. The trash and the archive. This is the leads that are left over. And then this is the amount of leads that we've converted can we sort by leads
2: converted?
1: This is 2017. This is 2017. This is not. This is only closed deals, excluding buyers. listing leads. Okay. This is just the buyer leads. Honestly, three weeks ago, I told you that I want everybody in here to do two a month, right? That's the goal. Two a month, right? Like, because as I talk a lot about lead conversion in here and lead conversion in the lead groups, it's because we're, and frankly, not that good at it. And then it's hard because we, we want to make excuses on why the lead is not good, but at 5,000 leads created this year, right? Right? Like, honestly, thank God we sell million dollar houses, but the reality is all of us can improve vastly and that way it's changing our mindset and how we're going to chase them because also the, you know, when I listen to Gary Vee talk, he says that people have to understand the contextual changes of the world today versus three years ago versus six years ago in how you're calling these leads. And for me in the listing appointment, I yesterday I had two listing appointments and every listing appointment I go to now, it's like three, four, five people that I'm competing against. I'm just, it is, you gotta be good. I. That's the thing about lead conversion and why we're on it, It's it's the, change in the script we've had a we had some very good feedback from the lead group but um the idea though is that we gotta we have to work harder to improve and it's it's the techniques can get boring but it's really to 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 help you improve all right so the goal is for two leads a month but the only way that we're gonna do that is by because the leads to finish my point about Gary is now they're talking to a lot more people. Because in one of the lead groups, there was a lead. The guy said, oh, I'd like to buy this. And it was one of those houses that you're like, oh man, I don't know if that exists. He wanted an acre lot on the west side and a pool, no fence. right? So we went into FlexMLS to see if it existed, and there was three. And Elise is like, I'm not chasing that lead. He's not gonna buy.
2: But that's the it doesn't exist. It doesn't and she goes, that what he's looking for it doesn't exist. And I'm like, well
1: three of them sold in the last year, right? Like to me that it's just to me it's well when Elise is gonna sell forty five houses to that person that's not a great lead. She was she was just calling him. This is the, the the difference, right? Is what we have to realize. You think she was flaking out? Mia, she to me she wasn't. In today's world, to convert that lead, you're going to have to give more effort. She didn't do a buyer letter and find him a house that meets all of his criteria and call him. No, you got the thing is is it's just not that easy. That's what I'm just in this in world today. And then she told us the story because she's like, well, because I I was explaining to her, I said, well. Our problem is is that when we talk to somebody, we think that they're going to buy from us, right? Where last week we talked about Shauna, where she talked to the guy and he's coming in three weeks, and I don't have to. And I said, "You got to get in the car." Um, I came up with an analogy for it, right? So in one of the lead groups, so it's kind of like uh, we'll go for the, the the women in the room, there right? You go. Yeah. So you.
0: Uh, it's kind of
1: like dating. So yeah, they're, no, they're, yeah.
0: They're It's they're always, they're always like dating. Like dating. <laughs> yes, Shauna. I went out, we went out, we did two videos, and sent them to two of our leads, of which one I'm with today, and he, when I called him back after I sent him the video, he responded. Hey, whoa, 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 what? <clears throat> <laughs> But I already was going to meet him on Tuesday. However, the one caveat, though, I think that really helped to win this whole thing over was I found out he was actually working with three agents today, and now he's not. He just called me this morning and said he wants me to schedule these other houses instead of he doesn't want to deal with the other agents. This is it. Whether they tell
2: you that or not, they all are, right? If you're looking for a $500,000 investment, are you just going to single source it? Hey, like, you know what, Lori? You're my gal. Yeah. I'm gonna put all my eggs in your basket. Not to mention, I would you could do that from some guy. Yeah, to Morgan. The internet. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not the yeah, exactly. <laughs> from the internet, I registered on a website. You called me. We we're going for it, right? The reality is, people are shopping because they're trying to protect their best interest to find out what Morgan. You might have things that Joshua doesn't have. Joshua might have things that Lori doesn't have. So if I'm looking for the best thing for me, hey, I'm gonna play the field. Let's see what we can find. And Jeff's dating analogy is so funny. I don't know. Has anybody heard this one? So when you go out, you meet, so we're on the ladies' perspective. So ladies, when you go out to the club, right, the, co- the coffee club, what do right. you think you meet, of?
1: Some club? dude approaches <laughs> you, talks to you, right? And then, you know, in that conversation at the coffee shop, the, uh, he says, hey, did you want to go to the pink pink yeah. concert? Yeah. And you're like, I'm going, right? Like, I'm going right away. And then, he's pumped, he's like, cool, do you want, you know, can we go together? And then, he doesn't call you the next day.
2: When is the
1: pink concert? In, oh, in in three months, in 30 days, in 60 days, further out. February. February, February. In February. If he doesn't call you until the concert, and he shows up in the concert, are you even gonna, like, even talk to him? No effing way. But we think that we have one conversation with somebody, right? Like if he doesn't call the next day or the next day or that week or flowers or something that's like, you know, can we go out for coffee again? Like he has no, yet we think that when we talk to someone that a stranger that we met on the internet is going to be like, I'm only working with you. No effing, like, but but yet it's hard because we're, we, we act that way. Like, I talk to them, it's my lead coming in three weeks. Right? I don't need, I should go to lunch. The problem is, is that on the internet today, they're talking that, unfortunately, we can't stop them going on the internet and finding more, more houses. Because they're gonna, like, everyone agrees. It's a,
2: wait, it's a, uh, that, that concept helps us as much as it hurts us. Right? We have people that come to us that are working. They told somebody else six months ago that they were going to be buying a house with them. And then they come to us and they see that we're different because we chase it. We go out. We're boots on the ground. We work hard for them. And so then they decide to work with us instead. So it's not just the oh, all loss, loss, loss. There's wins in this as well. It's just understanding that that's the landscape that we're selling in right now.
1: And it, I mean, I, this girl Paula, they were buying a house in 2008. And I, I know I got, I got to her... This is when I was calling leads myself actively. Because um, I do what you do a lot, right? Like I would not call, and then when I needed business a lot, I do a blasted full of calling. And then, anyway, I call her three days in, and it's an $800,000 lead, and she's already working with three people. This is in 2008, right? I mean, it hasn't changed, but yet we still have this comfort. I talk to her, and she's like, well, you know, I'm talking to other people, but... So we have to perform at a, we have to find houses that they, to win. Exactly, when you email them homes or you send them, even if you're dangling carrots, like that's why the video works is because it demonstrates that you're out in the street looking for them without any actual commitment to you, so. So
2: back to the coffee shop analogy, right? Like maybe the next day you send her a video of the last pink concert that she posted (laughs) on the internet.
1: Right, where you go, like, the $100 tickets were up here. I got us tickets on... No. I got tickets in the... Oh, yeah. No, but if you send her tickets backstage... Okay, not a concert. Oh,
2: okay. Let's go with the Seattle football game. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's hard, though, because the what it is is now it's not just do these, but we got to get better in our approach, meaning we have to send them salads, we have to do different things. So the goal next year is for us... Uh, for us to average 5%. I mean, my general rule when I was calling leads was I was happier when they told me they already came and looked at homes. Because typically they don't buy on the first visit when it's under 400,000. They usually come in and then they have a bad experience with one of the other 50,000 agents, the traditionalists, and then, if I'm an area expert, then I could. When I talk to them, all I had to do was add a little value, something different that they didn't know. Hey, have you ever been to Serenity? Right. Oh, right. That is the little difference. Is that because that demonstrate? Like the thing is, is we're. Why I mean, the guy's looking at houses on the internet at a price range. Wants to go see them. Why I mean, we need to establish that we have value. We're missing it. When we keep asking questions, are are you a white team member or a black team member at Greyhawk, right? Are you also looking at stuff in DC Ranch? Those kind of things would have been a better, in my opinion, to establish credibility for yourself. Remember, we're looking for respect, we're looking for trust, we're looking for rapport. How do we win? Local area expert wins.
0: Thanks for listening to this edition of Real Estate 2020, a series by Seabach Team, Realty One Group's number one real estate team. Make sure you stay up to date by following us on soundcloud.com forward slash realestate 2020. That's the number 20 and number 20 again. You can also follow Seabach for more tools, resources, information, and so much more at seabock.com, that's S-I-B-B-A-C-H dot com, and too many listings.com as well as follow us on all major social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And lastly, make sure you review us on SoundCloud to share with your friends and stay up to date for the latest episodes for Real Estate 2020. We'll see you next time.